It is me. This is Fat and Black in Texas, and I'm your hostess, Nikki Devon. Um, we have uh, been on a tiny bit of a hiatus because I've had some stuff going on, and so I just wanted to um, address that and then talk a little bit about what's been going on recently and why it's important, why I think it's important to have this podcast and why I think it's important to keep having conversations with people um, about how crazy the world is, not just in Texas, but everywhere. Um, So I actually really quickly, first off, um, you know, my father passed away about five weeks ago and I wanted to take a quick, quick minute to say thank you to everybody that has sent. I've gotten so much love and so much support and so many like sweet messages and text messages and Marco Polos and like, (laughs) like all kinds of shit. Like I feel really loved and really lucky. And I feel like I have a solid community of people that care about me. And, um, I think that it's important to say thank you. And I think that, you know, my grandma and actually I think all black grandmas, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Uh, All black grandmas have this saying that says, give me my flowers when I am alive. And right. And so it's like this belief that you say thank you and you pay respects and you tell people that you love them while they can still hear it. And so I just wanted to make sure that I acknowledge all of the people from like all the communities. I mean, I'm talking I got I mean, I'm just anyway, all of y'all from every single community that I am a part of. Thank you so much for um, thinking about me and sending me love and light and sweet messages. And it has really helped. Um, And uh, yeah, that's it. I just want to say thank you for that. And now I'm ready to get back to, you know, whatever normalcy looks like now. So, (laughs) so that brings me to the point of this episode. I wanted to take a little bit of time and just kind of talk about the gigantic flaming pile of elephant that's in the room that is society right now and talk about why it matters to have conversations and why it matters to listen to podcasts and kind of, you know, um, commiserate I guess is a good word but also just like talk things out and find common ground with people in times like this so quick rundown of what's going on as if y'all don't know so we got the fucking Rona we have the COVID um right now the U.S. is I believe leading the world in um, confirmed cases of the Rona. Um, so much so, we it's so rapid that motherfuckers are closing their borders to us and being like, you know what, y'all don't know how to get y'all shit together, so y'all cannot fly over here. Keep y'all's ass in the U.S. where you belong. Uh, <laughs> and it's on the and it's rising. We are not plateauing. We are not flattening the curve. It, we ain't doing none of that shit. It's getting worse and worse, and that's just in the U.S. Um, in Texas, Texas has the fantastic uh, <laughs> esteemed position of we're fighting with Florida for the second highest confirmed cases in the country. We're we're just neck and neck with Florida, having a good old you know, uh, you know what's what what is it called when you when you outdo each other and you're a redneck or you're not redneck. But I think just country people. Oh, when they say, hold my beer. Yeah. So like, you think you're doing bad? Hold my beer. That's what Texas and Florida are doing right now. Um, You know, cases are on the rise. It's not getting any better. People don't want to wear their masks. Um, 
Abbott, who is the Texas governor, is just like hamming and hawing on whether or not he should close the state down, which he should have done three fucking months ago. But he's just like, mm, let me see. I'll hold off a couple more weeks. And then the more he holds off, the fucking worse it gets. And then now it's bad. And he's just like, you know, those young people, they should stay at home. It's their fault. We're going to blame it on them. And now he's just like, we should have wore some masks. We probably should have some masks on. So it, it's just a fucking clusterfuck um, in Texas. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Meanwhile, like places in Texas, like Austin, our poor little mayor is like, please, Jesus, just give me, just, just, just let me close my city down. Y'all do whatever the fuck y'all want to do in the rest of the state. Please just let me do what the fuck I need to do in my state. And Abbott's like, mm, nah, 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 we're going to hold off on that a little while longer. <laughs> so that's the Rona. The Rona is happening. In addition to the Rona, um, you know, we have the Black Lives Matter um, what I have started calling a revolution, because that's essentially what it is um, happening right now. Uh, and, you know, suffice to say, white people, not all white people, a specific type of white person is losing their goddamn mind. Like, they're just, they are losing their mind. The stuff that I'm seeing on the internet about, like, either they, like, like middle-aged white women having meltdowns because they don't want to use a mask and target, like, angry ass middle aged racist white men yelling out their trucks at teenagers that are on <laughs> but like you, you see these teenagers these kids man like these kids by themselves in rural places in the u.s three or four little white kids holding black lives matter signs on the corner and grown-ass men are yelling out of trucks at them and saying all kind of fucked up shit to these fucking kids man not grown adults like kids and so while all that is happening, they're still finding black men hung, apparent suicides, but you know, ain't no fucking suicides in my, in my opinion. Um, police brutality is still huge. Police are still losing their damn minds and, and, and just like exerting ridiculous power over people when it's not necessary. Um, and honestly, like <laughs> with the police brutality, the thing that I saw that I find that so fucking crazy about it is that like, at this point, especially with the peaceful protests, anybody can get it. Like, like they're slamming 90 pound girls on the ground. They're, they're, they knocked the old ass man down on the ground and he started bleeding from his ear. Like they are losing their shit. And I know that it's because of this fear of this loss of power because they have had this power for so long. And so this force, they're just giving it to everybody. So the world feels kind of fucking insane right now. It feels insane to me, for sure. I know that in order for things to change, shit has to be bad. I understand that. In order for there to be a revolution, shit has to be crazy. But I think that the only way that we will persevere and be successful is if those of us that think alike or are like-minded kind of stick together and keep these lines of communication open and keep talking and all that good stuff. In addition to all of that shit, like I said earlier, I lost my father. Before I lost my father, I lost my grandma. And between my grandma and my father, I lost a childhood friend who was essentially my first real boyfriend. Having said all of this, I'm acutely aware that yes, my life has been pretty shitty the past few months, but I am not alone in that we are all going through such profound loss and loss in such different ways like it's it's 
I feel like most people that I talk to, everybody is kind of in this same state of shock where they don't really even know or understand or recognize what's happening around them, right? So um, it feels like, you know, you get a day of break and then you look on the internet and something else has happened or Trump has said something else where you're like, I, he, no, he didn't say that. There's no fucking way he said that. It's like, oh no, no, he did say that. So it's like, every time you think that like, this is the worst it could possibly be the next day you see something that you are like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And it's, it's overwhelming y'all. Like it's, it's just it is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And so when we could still see each other, my, the way that I created, and I shouldn't say I, cause I didn't do it by myself. The way that me and people that I love, my friends created community and created, um, safe spaces for celebration and safe spaces for camaraderie and storytelling and love and expressions of love was through performing. You know, you have Fat Bottom Cabaret and Midnight Menagerie and you can come and you can watch this show that's inclusive and encourages you to dance and, and just like let go of the bullshit that's surrounding you. You have things like bedpost confessions where you can go and you can be authentic and you can be yourself and you have, and it's in front of this audience of people that are just there to fucking hold you. You have testify. You have all of these things. You know, Austin is a creative community. It's a creative city. So, you know, before COVID, we had these ways that we could cope with all of the bullshit that was going on around us. And now that we don't have those in-person outlets there has to be something else to keep our head on straight, right? And for me, it seems like, you know, we got the Zoom calls, we got all the other shit, we got like, we're doing all that, but a really great way is podcasts. You know, and I was listening to podcasts before the COVID, it's, it, podcasts are fucking dope regardless, but right now more than ever, I feel like it's really nice to just hear somebody make you laugh or hear somebody talk about some real shit that you can relate to or what, whatever, whatever, here's some fucking murder shit where you found out about somebody being, I don't know, buried in a basement in 1927, like whatever, whatever your fucking jam is, like <laughs> whatever your fucking jam is, podcasts are a dope ass way to fucking like get feel that itch. And so fat and black in Texas for me has always been about conversations, right? Like, you know, I have this very specific lens as a fat queer black woman living in Texas. And I've said this before, as difficult as Texas is to be in as me, I love this place. And I know a lot of people that are just like me, a lot of queer people, a lot of fucking women, a lot of marginalized people that still love Texas. And so I think that it's, it's nice to have those conversations with people that are like me, but also I just want to have tough conversations with everybody. I want to sit down with people and be like, bitch, are you seeing what's going on? Cause I feel like this is what's going on. And I feel like this is what it is. And to have somebody else be like, bitch, I see that shit too. But also have you ever thought about this shit that might be happening as well? And you could be like, Oh fuck. I never thought about that. Like there is something so powerful and so special in having a conversation with someone where you learn something or you just have someone there to be like, no, bitch, you are not by yourself. That is absolutely the way I'm feeling too. 
And I think that in doing that, in having these conversations, you also are just educating people and, and showing people that we're really not that fucking different. We're really, I mean, yeah, there are differences, but we're all just like on this fucking crazy ass journey of our own, but smushed all in together. (laughs) So it's like all these people that are on these very personal journeys of their own smushed into spaces together and forced to live together and forced to live in some sort of harmony or harmonious existence. My aim is to keep these conversations going, keep talking to people, not just people that I know, but hopefully people that I don't know, and maybe ease some of the stress that's happening, maybe solve some problems, maybe spark some fires under people, maybe start some revolutions, maybe inspire people to burn some shit down. I don't know, (laughs) you know, all of the above, because, you know, we're all seeing the same thing. We're all experiencing we're all experiencing what is really genuinely just kind of a shit show. I think the only difference between me and someone that supports say Trump and racism or whatever is that they don't realize that it's a shit show. Like they, <laughs> they don't like, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, there are for sure some people that are just fucking racist and that's just how the fuck it is. They are racist. They're prejudiced. They don't like me. They don't like anybody that is not them right? There are those people. But I also think that some of those people are just, they don't know what to do either. All they know is their way of life is being threatened and it feels personal and it feels like they have to fight too. And they just don't understand how or what to do. And they are fighting the wrong fucking fight. (laughs) I really do think that. And hopefully maybe one day I can have someone in here And have that conversation, have a tough ass conversation with somebody that don't want to wear a fucking mask and target. And so we'll have a fucking mental meltdown. Like, I want to talk to one of those women. I want to talk to one of those middle aged white women that is so upset about putting a fucking mask on. I saw TikTok the other day. It was today. I'm sure it was today because I'm fucking addicted to TikTok. Side note. Uh, This woman that was like, you know, you see these signs and it says no shirt, no shoes, no service. If you you go put on some shoes or you put on a shirt or you see a fucking sign that says no pets allowed, you leave your fucking dog in the car, you leave your fucking dog at home. But you see a sign that says mask required and you lose your fucking mind because for some reason it feels like, no, she said, because you've been told that that is a violation. It's it's just because you've been told it's a violation because someone that you feel knows more than you has told you that it's a violation. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, I had never thought of it like that. (laughs) Like I had never thought of it like that. It's like, these people have been told that's a violation of your rights. They have no idea what their rights are because they haven't bothered to educate themselves to go figure it out. And if they had, they wouldn't be saying this shit. They are spouting what they're told and they have been told that they should be fearful and they've been told that something's going to be taken away from them and they've been told that life as they know it is about to fucking end and so they are losing their rabbit ass mind they're just losing their fucking minds they're losing it and I have decided that if I'm ever in a situation with a woman that does not or person that doesn't want to wear a mask like I always say I won't engage. That's not my business. I don't want any part of it. But I think about these poor people that have to be at work 
They have to be there because they have to make their money. They have, you know, they have to support their families or whatever. And this raging lunatic is just like spitting and coughing and breathing all in their face without a fucking mask. And so now I've decided if I, I mean, if I am in that situation, I think I'm just going to probably, I'm, I think that I'm probably just going to kind of take the L and maybe be that person to put myself as a barrier between whatever angry white person it is and whatever person is working behind the desk because they need us to, they need somebody like they just, every video I see, everybody's just kind of recording, but nobody's really saying anything. Nobody is like, get your ass out the store, bitch. We got other stuff we got. Like, like all I can think is like these other people just need to buy their shit, Karen. Get the fuck out. Like, just get out. And I don't know why more people haven't been like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> like, I see these videos of these kids on the side of the road and they're like, Black Lives Matter. And some angry man will come in the middle of them and start ripping up signs and be like, fuck you, you spoil brats, blah, 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 blah. And then every single one of them will just start saying peaceful over and over again. Peaceful, 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 just louder and louder and louder and louder until all of their voices drown out the angry fucking man in the middle trying to rip up signs and shit. They just drown out. And I've seen this video like probably seven or eight times and I've seen a couple of different versions of it where they just all the voices drown out the one. And so I think I want to try that. So if I ever see some white lady losing her mind and target about a mask, I think I'm just going to start being like, bitch, leave, bitch, leave, bitch, leave, bitch, leave. I don't know. Maybe something like peace might be better, but bitch, leave just sounded funnier to me to have a bunch of people chanting bitch, leave whenever she, you know, whenever some like angry white lady is like, what the fuck? Why the fuck I got to wear a mask? Just somebody very quietly being like, bitch, leave, bitch, leave, bitch, leave, bitch, leave, bitch, leave, bitch, leave. To everybody in the fucking store is just screaming at this hoe to get her fucking ass out. Because I think that many voices can drown out the one. I mean, I'm sure, hopefully, or we could all get taken to jail. I, I don't know. I don't know how laws work. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm just saying, I like, I'm just saying that like, I'm really glad that there's so many people that are willing to like, you know, work together to fucking like drown out hate and bullshit. So anyway, I got sidetracked because I was trying to make fun of white ladies getting mad at Target. Anyways, back to the podcast, the podcast. So my aim for the next couple of podcasts, right? It's just, you know, I I know that we've kind of strayed a little bit away from what we, you know, the kind of lighthearted topics that we've been talking about. But I think that because of the things that are happening right now, like we just really need to be, I'm not saying that we have to constantly talk about, you know, well, no, I am saying that we have, uh, no, I guess that is what I'm saying. Um, we need to keep talking about it. It's uncomfortable. It's hard. And sometimes it's kind of a fucking downer. But I think what happens is, is that when things lose steam, that's how, you know, 
that's how Republicans and prejudiced people and bigots sneak things past us. You know, like when we stop having the conversations and we stop shining light on things and we stop doing the work within ourselves to be better and to understand, that's when they just be sliding shit through. Like, it's, yeah, it's fucking tiring. It's really tiring talking about all the black people that are dying. It's really tiring talking about the fact that there are still babies in cages. It's really tiring talking about the fact that there are native people that don't have clean water it is really tiring it's really fucking tiring all of the things that are happening but this is what it looks like when you want to live a life that is good for you like it's like you have to fight for it we shouldn't have to but we do this is where we live and so like if all you can do is just listen to a conversation between two people and and like be open to learning or even contributing in some sort of way, then great. At least that's something. And you're not being passive and you're not just sitting around going, man, that's really sad. And then moving on to the next thing, you know, it's tiring. It is. And of course, you know, this is assuming that you take some breaks for yourself because sometimes a bitch is just, sometimes you just have to fucking log out because the internet is just like, rife with stupidity and it's hard to even imagine the fact that we've we've lasted this long I'll be honest but like after you take your breaks you know if listening to podcasts and educating yourself is you know what you can do then I'm excited to you know give you content that'll help you do that and also within that content I'm sure we'll make fun of people we'll still make you laugh it'll still be making fun of people we'll still be talking shit I'll still be you know doing all the things that we do but also maybe figuring out a way that we can make this world a little bit better for us. Um, yeah. In whatever way it feels. No, no, no. Period. That's a full stop sentence. Sorry. We got to figure out, figure out ways to make this shit a little bit better. So that is why I think this podcast is important. That is why I'm happy that you are listening to it. If you're listening my producer told me something that she saw on the TikTok. We don't know who said it, but um, the thing that I want everybody to try to remember is that we are all in the same storm, but we are not in the same boat, right? So like, we are all in the middle of this fucked up shit. And what Mariah was like, we're all in the middle of this fucked up shit. Some people got a dinghy, some people got a blow up boat. Some people might just have a raft. So we have to take that in consideration. Sometimes I feel like I'm like in the middle of this shit in a fucking, you know, blow up unicorn raft without any idea of what's going on around me. <laughs> but like, you know, it just, it just depends. We got to just be a little fucking, um, take it easy on each other a little bit, unless you're racist and fuck them. But the rest of us, you know, sometimes people just have to be shown like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, okay, wait. If you have the bandwidth to do this work is what I'm saying. If you have the bandwidth, sometimes people just have to be shown a different way of thinking. Sometimes they have to be shown different options. Like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear this, but here are all these facts and here are all these other things that maybe you should consider. And then if they don't want to consider facts, fuck them. Like, I don't know what if I, if I'm showing you a bunch of facts, bitch, and you still don't want to do the right thing, then I ain't got time for you. I know that's contradicting what I just said, but I only got so much goddamn, I only have so much fucking energy for this shit. Um, so before I go, I'm going to tell you a story. Let me back up. The reason I'm telling this story is because I believe that there are people 
around us that may not be in your immediate circle. They may not be in your immediate community, right? Like if you think about it, the people in my immediate community are these amazing, wonderful weirdos that are creative and awesome and loving. And I definitely know that I have a bubble, right? So when you hear me talking about white people, you know, for a fact, it's not the white people that I know because white people that I know have provided an incredible bubble for me, right? So much so that when I'm outside of that bubble, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what this is. This is new for me. Because the white people I surround myself with are fucking intelligent and they do the work and they're fucking rock stars, right? Right. So like the people that are the closest to you, you know, most often are like very, very similar to you. But they also have different backgrounds than you, right? And so sometimes you'll be friends for years and you'll find that someone believes something and you're like, what the fuck did you just say? How did I never know that that, that you ever thought that, right? So my point to telling you this story is just to show you an example of how you can have very uncomfortable conversations with people that you love, right? Because I know that some of you have parents and uncles and aunts and you are having some real tough fucking conversations. I know you are. So I just wanted to give you an example of how that can work and how it can work for the better. So somebody that is a friend of mine and he like, let me just say unequivocally, the person that I'm telling this story about is literally if I you know if I believed in best friends like he would be like he is my baby he's my family he's my heart and I adore him I will stab a bitch in the street behind this person period point blank right he's my baby so do not send me any emails or any bullshit talking about my sweet baby this is my baby so (laughs) I said what I said anyways me and one of my very very good friends who is male and white we're having a conversation and he asked me, he was like, I want to ask you something. It's going to be a hard question, but I want to ask you. So I was like, fuck yeah. What's the question? And he said, why are some black people so lazy? Of course, my first response had it been anybody else would have been fuck you mean black people are lazy. (laughs) And it would have been followed by a bunch of cussing and yelling and throwing shit. But because this was someone that I love, I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I find at my job, you know, when I tell everybody to do things, the black people are lazy about doing it. They don't want to do it or they half-ass it or they, you know, you know, they give me grief about it and they just, and this is consistently. And, and this is, I've found that this is something that happens often in my line of work. It's always the black guys. It's always the black people being lazy. And you are one of the hardest working people I know. So I, so I don't know if I, I, I don't, I, and he was, and you know, I'm looking at him and I'm really upset, of course. And he's looking at me and he can tell that I'm upset, of course. And in that moment, I was like, okay, so I can either trash this friendship, this decade long friendship. I can either trash this friendship right now because what he is saying is so fucking prejudiced and so racist and so shitty that I can't even believe that this person that I love so much thinks this. Or I can take a second and be like, okay, his background is different than I am. 
this one thing doesn't change all of the millions of beautiful things about this person that I love so much. So we about to have a real tough conversation. (laughs) And so we sat there in that moment and we had a shitty, uncomfortable, emotion filled, angry conversation. And he took it. He took me being like, let me explain to you the history of why this is fucked up first. First, let me explain to you the history of why what you're saying is fucked up. Second, let me explain to this. Third, like, and then I just gave him all these instances. I was like, what you're saying is just like, I thought I would be like, hey, every time I look on the news, a white man is doing some fucked up shit to black people. Why are all white men racist pieces of shit? Why are all white men misogynistic, greedy, fucking shit stains? Why are all white men like pedophiles? Why are all white men lying, disgusting, trashy, red faced, backwoods, no teeth having pieces of shit? Because that's all I've seen to see on the television. And he's like, okay. I see. Okay. I was like, do you see what I'm, you see where I'm going? <laughs> do you see, do you see what I'm talking about? Your limited interaction with someone does not make it the rule. That is your limited interaction with someone that happens to be blank. That is not the fucking rule. That's not the rule. It's never the rule. That is your tiny, tiny, minuscule, tiny, itty, itty, bitty view of such a goddamn huge picture. Right. And so we had this conversation. It was horrible. It was terrible. I actually ended up walking away because I was getting really upset and I was just really hurt. And he gave me a couple of days. And then later on, he was like, he messaged me. He was like, I'm sorry. I totally understand where you're coming from. It was ignorant of me. It was an ignorant statement. I have a lot to learn and I'm going to do the work to learn it. And I wasn't ready to talk to him at that point, but that's all I needed to hear. I just needed him to know, one, what he said was fucked up and ignorant. And two, I just wanted to hear him say, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do the work. I'm not going to expect you to help me work work with me and make this right. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to look up all the things that you told me about. I'm going to do all the work. I'm sorry. I love you when you're ready to be my friend. If you decide that you still want to be my friend, I'm here. Right. And it's been three years since we've had that conversation and It took us a little bit to get back to normal, but we got back to normal and I can't imagine my life without him. And I can't imagine, and I don't want to imagine my life without him. And I won't imagine my life without him because he is my family. And I was so thankful that we could have that conversation. Now, don't get me wrong. I wanted to knock him upside the head with a beer bottle, full stop. Like I, I was ready to fucking fight. I was ready to throw hands. Right. But like, for what? I can either, you know, and, and again, like I'm lucky, I'm lucky. He came back with the right answer, right? I'm lucky. He came back with the right answer. He came back with the, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Let's talk about it. It is possible. It's possible that you can change people's minds. It's possible that you can have hard conversations with people that you love, even though they're really fucking painful. It's possible that you can do those things. What they decide to do after that is, is them, but you've done your part. 
right? Like you've done what you can do. And really, like, that's all any of us can do. So it works sometimes and it's worth it. And and I'm glad I did it. And, you know, it isn't always a flaming pile of shit when you talk to your people that you love about hard stuff, right? Like, and we've moved on past it. We don't bring it up. We don't talk about it. I mean, there might've been a couple of times where we brought it up and he was like, remember that time I said that racist shit and I was terrible. I really love you for forgiving me for that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You lucky. I love you. <laughs> like, and then of course I'm also just like, and thank you for taking that on the chin. Cause I gave it to him. Thank you for taking that shit on the chin because like, I'm sure that was difficult for you too. I'm sure it was hard for you too. So I don't know. That's my story. I really believe in different people being able to have hard conversations. I really believe in what's the word for it. I believe in what's the word. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Reparation. No, not. (laughs) Reconciliation. I didn't mean reparations. (laughs) what reconciliation reconciliation (laughs) i say you say reparations and reconciliation (laughs) reparations and reconciliation (laughs) um i believe that it is possible and i and i also believe that it's necessary right i just i i think that like you know when we come out of the other side of this shit you know, there are definitely going to be relationships lost, relationships changed, relationships strengthened, you know, and, you know, my wish for everybody is that you come out stronger um, and a better understanding. And hopefully this podcast will assist in that in some way is my aim. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's it for the day. Um, I am really excited about what we have coming up. I'm really excited about, um, you know, I'm excited to hear your feedback. Like, I'm sorry that uh, everything is so shitty, but uh, we got each other and we have um, a lot of time to listen to podcasts and we have zoom and we have virtual hugs and this is just what it'll have to be until things can get better. Um, I am right now working on getting more people booked for interviews and conversations and all that good stuff. If you have a topic that you are like, Nikki, I want you to talk about this topic. Let me know what it is. Cause I'm, I'm down. I'll do it. Um, and I'll find somebody to have a nice, good conversation about it too. Um, so please, please, please take it easy on yourself. Be good to each other. If you can have the hard conversations, try to give people the benefit of the doubt unless they don't deserve that shit. And, you know, take time out for self-care and all that good stuff, too. All right. Um, This has been Fat Black in Texas. Um, I, you know, only sat down with myself, which is fine. I think I'm a pretty good, you know, what's it called? Guest. 
Wow. Sorry, y'all. I have normally by this time I've had at least two cocktails and I haven't had anything to drink today. So my brain's not working. Uh, so thank you for listening. You know the drill. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Nikki Devon. Uh, you can support me and my work on patreon.com. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, leave me a review. Um, and tell me a little bit about why you think that I'm awesome. This has been Fat Black of Texas. Take it easy.